Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room when they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone. They cry for joy. Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpaindoctor.com. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here at Todd and Oz. Yes, 705 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Yeah, you can join us too at 512-836-0590. The U.S. Supreme Court, they heard some arguments yesterday on whether Donald Trump should be kicked off of the 2024 Colorado ballot. And they appear to be leaning in the favor of uh, the former presidents. Heavily. Yeah, those attorneys out of Colorado, they did not do a very good job yesterday. Uh, And in fact, they did a very poor job of explaining why that uh, Donald Trump should be off the ballot. Uh, Well, here's uh, here's that report. After landmark arguments, the Supreme Court seems poised to reject efforts aimed at kicking Donald Trump off this year's presidential ballot over the Capitol riot. We'll hear argument this morning in case 23-719, Trump versus Andrew. Mr. Mitchell, the arguments were over Trump's appeal of a Colorado high court ruling that he's ineligible for the ballot for taking part in an insurrection, citing an obscure Civil War era clause. The Colorado Supreme Court's decision is wrong and should be reversed for numerous independent reasons. Trump lawyer Jonathan Mitchell says allowing the ruling to stay in place would essentially nullify voting rights. Take away the votes of potentially tens of millions of Americans. But Jason Murray, who argued for the Colorado voters who brought the case. By engaging in insurrection against the Constitution, President Trump disqualified himself from public office. There was a little discussion thereafter about insurrection. Instead, both the liberal and conservative justices were skeptical about a state's bid to keep Trump off the ballot. I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. That was liberal Elena Kagan, for whom Murray once was a clerk. Conservative Chief Justice John Roberts fears a ruling for Colorado would embolden other states to target candidates they don't like. In very quick order, I would expect, um, although my predictions have never been correct, uh, I would expect that uh, you know a goodly number of states will say, uh, whoever the Democratic candidate is, you're off the ballot, and others... Uh, For the Republican candidate, you're off the ballot. The justices could act quickly, possibly by Super Tuesday on March 5th, when Colorado and 14 other states will hold primaries. A definitive ruling for Trump would largely end efforts to keep his name off the ballot, while a ruling to uphold the Colorado decision would amount to a stunning declaration that Trump did engage in insurrection and is barred from holding office. The justices could also opt for a less conclusive outcome, knowing the issue might eventually come back to them. Sagar Magani, Washington. Yeah, I think they're going to make a hard decision on this one because they don't want it to come back, right? Mm, yeah. And, uh, and you think it'll be 9-0? Nine, 9-0 zero? Nine, zero or maybe 8-1, but it won't be any closer than that. Yeah, not a 7-2, nothing like that. You, no, th- no, you no, think no. it'll be that strong of a message? Absolutely. And, and that should send a clear message, right? To all of the other states, that means their cases need to be dropped, or at least their efforts to remove Trump from the ballots. I don't know why they're so afraid of uh, the American people. That's what it is. They're afraid 
of the American voter. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you imagine this? I mean, you know, they're 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 continuing to go after Donald Trump, right? They banned. This is a political party that they they, they banned their top political opponent from all social media. They raided his house, indicted him four times. They they try to remove him from the ballot to the point where we had to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. And they act like they're the good guys. Yeah. Hey, I got news for them. Fascists do that. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. You're the fascists, guys. Yeah. You're the I, fascists. Listen, and, and then what we learned from the special counsel report in the classified documents that Joe Biden and kept in his garage behind the Corvette for years. Oh, you know, now that we learned that, you know, no charges are going to be filed, I would think that every charge against Donald Trump when it comes to classified documents has to be dropped now. Certainly should, right? Right. Won't be, but it should. You don't think it will? No. Oh, it has to be, right? I mean, Donald Trump is demanding that, that you know, the charges be dropped immediately, and rightfully so. You know, uh, he, he's, he, I mean, you can't have it both. This this would just uh, further further what we already know that there is a clear bias in favor of Joe Biden. Well, if they continue, if they continue the cases against Donald Trump, that means that Donald Trump is fit to stand trial and he's fit to be the president. That's right. Because this report about uh, Joe Biden, it says that he willfully retained classified documents after leaving the Obama administration, but the reasons for not pursuing charges are. He's old and frail, and it would not look good on the stand. The jury would be sympathetic for their grandfather on the stand uh, in that moment. Essentially, he's incompetent to even stand trial. Yeah. But he can be your president and hold on to the nuke codes. This report cleared the president of the threat of any charges against him, but it provided considerable material that will be harmful to his re-election bid. The special counsel describing the president as having diminished faculties and a faulty memory, which is really kryptonite for an 81-year-old president seeking a second term, facing big voter concerns about his age. The special counsel choosing not to pursue charges not only because there was insufficient evidence to do so, but because, in their view, a jury would have a hard time finding Biden guilty, saying that he presents as a, quote, sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the president says he is uh, pleased with the special counsel's recognition of the stark differences between his and the former president's cases. Well, the stark difference is one is fit and one's not. That's right. That's the stark difference, right? <laughs> yeah, Trump is facing uh, federal charges for uh, withholding classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago home. Mm. Well, it's not going to go away for Donald Trump because the, the the system just won't allow that to happen. It's got to go away for Joe Biden. You know, he's he's always going to get a pass. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump said on the campaign trail a long time ago, you know, I, I, could, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue, they still vote Trump or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually do believe this. Joe Biden could, could we could all witness him commit a violent crime, and and the media would still find a way to give him a pass, and he'd still sit there as president. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, I, I just, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're 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 in bed with the guy. Seven sixteen here on the Todd and I show. Yeah, you can join us. Uh, jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Listen, there's an interesting story uh, in the world of business when it comes to uh, traveling to the Bahamas. There's been a several alerts and warnings about, uh, you know, safety traveling to the Bahamas. The State Department, I think, issued a report. Mm-hmm. Well, now two Kentucky mothers claim that they have been, uh, they were drugged and raped by staffers at a resort in the Bahamas. But the resort is challenging the allegations. Here's reporter Brooke Singman. 
Here's what she had to say on this story. It's a pretty shocking story. Yeah. Here it is. Here's the story. The men offered them drinks after leading them away from the crowd to collect seashells. They said the drinks were laced with drugs, saying, quote, less than a few sips into the second drink, we knew something was wrong. Something was terribly wrong. I came to in the process of my rape. They received toxicology tests once they arrived back to the ship, which did show several drugs in their systems, but very little alcohol. The women say the attack was caught on security footage that they later viewed with police, but the resort is denying their version of events, saying, quote, the allegations made on site and in subsequent social media posts and news stories conflict with what the time-stamped surveillance videos contain. Yeah, the Royal Bahamas Police Force, they say the two men have been arrested in connection with the alleged uh, sexual assault. I mean, there's always been warnings out there. Be yeah. careful what you're drinking when you travel to some of these countries. Right. In some cases, uh, some of the bars, there have been s- countless stories like this where they uh, you know, fill the alcohol bottles with something else mm-hmm. as a way to save money, if you will. Sometimes it's just cheap liquor, and sometimes it's, I don't know, sometimes it's dirty liquor, if you will. Right. People get sick. Sure. Well, I know that uh, the Bahamas, Jam- uh, Jamaica also, uh, mm-hmm. pushing back on these claims that it's unsafe to be traveling to this, these parts of the world. Uh, I mean, I, I think it was just last month, the U.S. Embassy down there in Nassau also talked about how many, they, they've had this explosion of murders, a lot of them retaliatory gang attacks happening at all hours of the day. Yeah, uh, You have these women there in the Bahamas who, who, who went that, that horrific ordeal. Uh, you, I mean, you have to be careful when you're traveling abroad. Yeah, you shouldn't walk away with two strangers and just take the drink they hand you either. I mean, it's, that's never a good idea. That's, uh, that's no matter where you are. That's not a good thing to do on Sixth Street here in Austin. That's right. Yeah, that's right. A, a, a lot bad could happen, and, yeah. and it's very unfortunate this happened to these women. Listen, Governor Greg Abbott has made another trip to Eagle Pass this week, and he was joined by a number of state lawmakers. The state is in a fight with the federal government over immigration. Abbott says DPS has made over thirty-nine thousand criminal arrests, apprehended over four hundred eighty thousand illegal migrants, deterred over ninety-five thousand illegal entries and filed 19,000 charges for smuggling. He says Texas has placed over 160 miles of barriers up and he says we're the only state in the history of the country to build their own wall. If you look at the amount of wall already constructed and uh, the amount of wall that uh, is going to be under construction, Texas will have built more of the Trump border wall than even Trump built in the state of Texas. He claims while Texas represents two-thirds of the border with Mexico, it now represents only 30% of the crossings. All right, that's uh, Barbara Schwartz uh, reporting. Uh, this border story kind of took a back burner this week, it hasn't has. it, man? It has. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know, did you hear that, uh, well, I think we talked a little about it. There were, uh, I think like more than a dozen, maybe 15 guys, illegal immigrants, who were suing Texas, claiming that Operation Lone Star violated their constitutional rights. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fourth, their sixth, and their fourteenth amendments right. These are illegal immigrants, by the way. Well they got human rights, but they have human rights, but constitutional rights? Fourth, sixth, and fourteenth, they claimed. This week, Judge uh, Judge Robert Pittman, who was an Obama appointed judge, ruled against them. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, good, but, good. But, because but, if they got constitutional rights, then they got the right to vote, right? I guess somebody could probably make that argument. That's right? what they want to do. They, they claim that Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star totally violated their, their 4th, 6th, and 14th Amendment rights. Mm. And I think it's uh, I think it's great. That, That's bold, man. Well, it, I, I remember hearing about this and thinking, oh, great. And this is going to set some kind of precedent where all of a sudden we're going to get sued by a bunch of illegal immigrants. And it's just going to make everything worse. So at least this Obama-era judge threw this ridiculous lawsuit out. Yeah. That's yeah, wild. Right, though. It did, it did that, take a backseat. That's wild, man. Yeah. yeah. The whole, the whole, this was all anybody was talking about. They had an attorney and everything on this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, let's see. 
I, ultimately, he says, though, that they, they failed to show specifically which constitutional rights operation Lone Star violated, despite saying that our rights are being violated. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why, why there's any discussion about people who aren't American citizens having rights under the United States Constitution. That's wild. I just man. don't think that that really applies to, you know, if you're, if you're a United States citizen, absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, so thank God he tossed it out because this could have set a, a, a nasty precedent. It is uh, 721, and uh, speaking of relations between the United States and Mexico, Mexico has now overtaken China as the leading source of goods imported into the United States. Mm. It's pretty interesting. I, I think that means that a lot of things are being manufactured in Mexico and being sold here in America, mm-hmm. right? Mexican-made or Chinese-made. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would mean that Mexico needs labor. They need people to work in those factories, right? Yeah. 2023 data released by the U.S. Census Bureau reveals for the first time in two decades, the U.S. bought more goods from Mexico than from China. According to the report, the U.S.'s trade deficit, which represents exports minus imports with China, fell, with imports falling 20% to over $427 billion last year, while exports from Mexico to the U.S. were roughly the same as in 2022, nearly $476 billion. Also showing the U.S. turned to Canada and countries in Europe and Asia to import goods, including auto parts and raw materials. The recent fall in Chinese trade with the U.S. seems to come amid a tense year between the U.S. and Beijing and following supply chain disruptions related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jump in 512-836-0590 uh, here on the Todd and Oz Show. Listen, uh, yeah, the, uh, the fight continues over immigration and border security legislation. You know, uh, they're still trying to hammer out some of the details. That one package was completely shot down because, well, the American public and lawmakers got a chance to read the details. Right. And it was horrific. It basically legalized illegal immigration to the tune on the low end of about 5,000 crossings a day. Certainly there was nothing secure about this border security package. No, not at all. Not at all. And I guess it's back to uh, ground zero on this front, right? And we're still considering throwing a bunch of money at uh, at Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine mm-hmm. to protect their borders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But not ours. I, I, I think Chuck Schumer this year or this week with a lot of his statements about this, you know, Republicans say they would they wanted it, they're going to get it both ways, or you know, what, I, I think he he's made it abundantly clear that he he doesn't care about securing the border. His main goal, Mitch McConnell's too, I think, yeah, is securing Ukraine's border to prevent Vladimir Putin from. Uh, overtaking Europe one day or whatever ridiculous reason that they're giving. Is it true? I've seen some tweets, but I have not confirmed this, and I've heard a few people say this. Is it true that Zelensky has put a hit out on Tucker Carlson? Is that true? I heard that. I saw a screenshot. I, you know, I don't know if it was legitimate, and I don't. I can't read Ukrainian because it was all in Ukrainian. But I, I think maybe he's been added to a, a, a website of, of enemies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means a hit list. That's how I saw it described. Oh, really? Uh, well, but this was on Twitter, so yeah. you got to take it with a grain of well, salt. Well, we got to look this up. I'm just curious. Is that true? I mean, uh, Zelensky is, is coming after American journalists. Is that right? If that's true, it certainly, you know, that that to me, that would warrant stopping the flow of all cash to him. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you want to kill one of our guys? Yeah, Zelensky acting like Vladimir Putin going after journalists. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, do you want to throw a bunch of money at somebody like that? Seriously. Money and weapons, really? Uh, let's be honest. What are we protecting in Ukraine? 
A lot of dirty secrets. Biological weapons. Sure. That kind of thing. Some labs, that sort of thing, and other all kinds of secrets. That's why it's so important. I think that there's, there, there is just a, a mountain of blackmail material over there as well. I think you're right. I, I just don't know why else we would be so hell-bent on pumping all of these tax dollars into Ukraine. It is uh, 625. Now, stay close. We've got the top stories coming up uh, in just five minutes from now. Uh, you can also join us, too, at 512-836-0590. A Michigan transgender woman has lost her case against an ex that she sued for throwing out a jar of her testicles that she kept in a refrigerator. I, I bet you never thought in your life you would read a line like that. Brianna Kingsley, she is uh, seeking $6,500 after her former lover disposed of the surgically removed uh, testicles. Ugh. Yeah, the boyfriend claims that the body parts had been rotting in the fridge for more than a year. That's why he threw it away. Oh, my God. Yeah, the judge told uh, Kinsley, the Michigan transgender woman, that he couldn't do much to help her now, uh, that the testes had been thrown away, and explained, I, I-, I could put a dollar amount on it and say if you were- you're missing uh, you know, work for 16 bucks an hour, but as-, as far as the testicles go, I can't really put a number on it. So uh, I guess this case is now being thrown out bigger testicles along with the testicles along with the testicles they have been thrown out i i, I am so confused here right now why was uh why was he keeping them yeah I, that's that's my big question i mean <laughs> and, 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 and why get so mad how much more do you need of an indication of a mental illness than that and, and they were rotting in the fridge good grief i don't even know i don't even know what to say bizarre speechless oh. man Seven thirty-two here on the Todd and Oz show. Uh, yeah, you could join us at five one two eight three six zero five nine. Yeah, we'll get to the big stuff straight ahead. That horrible report from the special counsel about the president of the United States not fit to stand trial, but for some reason the left says he's fit to stand for an election. He's just a feeble, good-natured guy yeah, well, who doesn't have a brain. Also, uh, we'll hear uh, you know some Supreme Court highlights as Colorado tries to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. And it sure does appear that uh, they're not buying the Colorado attorneys and their arguments in this case. Immediately, they were pushing back. All of them, all of the uh, Supreme Court justices. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. Uh, Sheila is in East Austin this morning on the Todd and Oz Show. Hi. Hello. Yep. Hi, Sheila. How are you guys? Wonderful. Wonderful. What's going on? Uh, well, I just happened to catch that part about the testicles in the refrigerator. Mm. Um, and uh, I was just kind of laughing because um, I was thinking like almost half of your listeners probably have dead animals hanging on their walls. That's significantly different. <laughs> you mean like a... Like <laughs> like, a like, uh, there's a lot of people with dead things all around. You mean like uh, like a trophy, like a like a trophy mount, a white tail, yeah, or, that sort or of maybe thing? somebody else shot it and killed it or whatever. But I yeah. mean, you know, people you think it's you, you, keeping... you think that's just as weird as a transgender storing their yeah, testicles I think it's in a weird freezer. When I go into a house and I see all these dead animals with their gla- weird eyes staring at me, it's are you vegan? Are you vegan? No, I'm I'm not vegan. I just don't. I just take tax. I'm not into taxidermy. I mean, yeah. no offense to people who are. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, a lot of people, like, there's that curiosities and morbid curiosity, like, things that come through Austin. And you can buy, like, baby ducks in formaldehyde and, 
you know, things like that. Yeah, you so I don't weird, think it's that odd that somebody some, wants to keep their testicles. I think it's extremely odd. You, you don't, and you let them rot in you there. Don't th- you don't think it's odd? <laughs> well, see, that's I don't it. know if they're... It, you're the weirdo they're now. actually rotten. Well, that's like what, you're just taking the word of the, the, the soured lover. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you, <laughs> well. you, you think it would be okay if they were fresh? No, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I would be like, oh, okay, cool, you have testicles in there, but I wouldn't be like, oh my god, that's the craziest thing ever because, you know, there's crazier things. It could have been a head, I guess. I think we're actually hearing some crazier things, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it, yeah. this, this is gonna sound very morbid, but I don't know why a head might almost feel more less be better. less weird than than rotten testicles i, yeah. I just I, this really? I, I never thought in my life that i'd be know talking why. on the radio about this yeah that's yeah i got gotcha. you right yeah i don't know i was just like oh you know i just really want to call and say something about this yeah yeah well we're, well everybody's collectively laughing at you right now <laughs> thank you sheila all right, no comparison there. 512-836-0590. <laughs> Listen, Nevada caucus goers deliver all 26 Republican delegates to the former President Donald Trump last night. Former President Trump was the only major candidate who participated in the Nevada caucuses, so it didn't really come as a surprise that he won so soundly, coming in at nearly 100% of the vote against long-shot candidate Ryan Binkley. Last month, Trump also urged folks to just ignore the state primary, which was held on Tuesday but his supporters, they had other ideas. With Trump not on the primary ballot, supporters voted for the none of these candidates option. The purpose, in effect, to deny Nikki Haley a symbolic win because she was in the primary. Haley lost to the none of these candidates option by more than 30 points. Haley said she was never focused on Nevada. Yeah, never focused on Nevada. She didn't give a rip about Nevada. She's lying. Yeah, Nikki Haley uh, accused the Nevada GOP of rigging the system to benefit the former president. She says her eyes are set on South Carolina, her home state. They're holding a primary in, uh, well, uh, 20 days, I guess, 24th. It's up next, yeah. February the 24th. Yeah. Well, the 26 delegates were at stake in, in Nevada. Uh, I, I don't believe for a second that she didn't care. She absolutely she absolutely cared. I, maybe this will be the last hurrah for her, South Carolina, when she, when she goes and she loses by 35, 40 points to Donald Trump in her own backyard. You think that'll be enough to make her finally say, all right, I can't win this thing. I think Nikki Haley is hanging on to a thread that for some sort of congressional maneuver, some sort of court case, I don't know. Maybe she thinks the Democrats have something of their sleeve to keep Donald Trump out of office and that she might be able to step in. That that could be the only reason. Or maybe she's making a bunch of money in the process. Maybe that's part of it, too. Could be. Could be. Right? I I think that uh, she's been hanging on, waiting for South Carolina and I, I, I just don't see this one going her way either. I think it's going to go very differently than she's been saying for weeks now. We just yeah. got to get to South Carolina. Yeah. All right, jump in, 512-836-0590. We haven't talked about Tucker Carlson and that Russian Vladimir Putin interview in about an hour. But uh, just all of a sudden, I've got a barrage of text messages from folks that do not live in Texas. I can tell by their the area code. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Connecticut, Georgia. You know where the moveon.org types round up their uh, radio agitators to start calling morning shows? The Easties over there on the right. East Coast. Yeah. Right. And one text just came in and said, why are all the America first people so pro-Russia? Not pro-Russia. No. And, wanting, and to, wanting answers about Ukraine doesn't make you pro-Russia. To, to, to be honest, uh, that text means the texter is a child. The adults are talking about real-world things that are happening where people are dying. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and most of the folks on the left just want to throw little tidbits out there to try to 
I don't know, to get one little point for their team, I guess, a little gotcha one-liner, that kind of thing. Uh, and, 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 and just to, to say to fellow Americans that you're pro-Russian just because we question the funding for Ukraine, that is very un-American. Well, it's very anti-American to push back on Americans just asking questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it, you're right. It is pretty petulant. And, I, and, I guess, and it's absurd. I guess I should respond with, you know, uh, this texture that says, why are all the, the America first people so pro-Russian? Well, I guess I would have to say, why are you so un-American? Yeah. yeah. So America last. Yeah. They're America. That's what you're right. Yeah. They're calling other people America first. So that fair, therefore means these textures are America last. I would, you would have to or America so, right? third or fourth, right? Well, they probably, you know, they probably hate hate everything that America stands for. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's probably that kind of person. Yeah, I, you, you you can respect your enemy. You know, I grew up in the I, I grew up in the, when the Soviets were and were still at the throats of the Americans and, and vice versa. Uh, so I I grew up in an era where you respected the Russians. You have to like them, but you know, <laughs> so it's it's entirely possible to to do both. You know, respect your enemy while not supporting your enemy. Well, all of those Democrats, Chuck Schumer types in, in, in most of the city council here in town and all of the commissioner's courts uh, here in town, they are pro-Ukraine first because they don't want to fund border security. They are definitely pro-Ukraine first. Sure. There's, it, obviously, that's what it is, right? Very much pro-Ukraine over, over anything American security, that's yeah. for sure. We're a lot of, this whole country's at risk right now because of what we... <laughs> Our, our focus is on Ukraine and Ukraine alone. I, the, the, thing I, the problem I have with this Ukraine thing is I don't know why lawmakers or somebody at the top doesn't just come out and say, listen, we have to keep Russia out of Ukraine because we have a lot of biological weaponry assets in Ukraine. We've been studying biological weapons for decades in Ukraine. That's where we hide a bunch of money and things. We're doing this to protect the American people. Why don't they just sell it? If it's in America's interest to protect Ukraine... They haven't done a very good job of selling it as to why. Mm, they have not. They have not, other than to say that you know if you don't do this, uh, uh, Putin's gonna gonna take Poland. He's gonna take Latvia. He's gonna take all these uh, Baltic states. And you know you don't have to believe him or not, but certainly in that interview with Tucker Carlson, he made it pretty clear he's got no interest in that. Yeah. And he says, listen, if you if, if the Americans just got out of the way, this whole thing would be done in just weeks. Yeah. So get out of the way. Yeah. The reason the world is unstable right now is because they're watching America unstable. Yeah. With an open border, mm-hmm. out of control spending. The world is concerned about America's security because we are the security force of the world. And the reason those other countries can't protect themselves is because they have universal health care. 746 here on the Todd and I Show. Jump in at 512-836-0590. Kelly in Liberty Hill, hang on a second. We'll get to you. Got an update on the story of the illegal aliens that jumped those cops in New York. Investigators are now looking at the body cam footage to better understand the roles of each of the illegal aliens played in this assault on two New York police officers uh, in Times Square. Yeah, the body cam footage is is pretty intense. It really is. Fox reporter Madeline Rivera explains. The Manhattan District Attorney says they were examining new video to figure out each suspect's role in this case. NYPD body cam footage shows the initial stop. One of the two officers tells the migrants gathered on the sidewalk of 42nd Street 
to move. As they begin to move, the man in the yellow jacket yells in Spanish. The officer, quote, looks like ugly Betty. It appears the officer then takes the man by the jacket and pushes him against the wall. It looks like the officers try to arrest him. A struggle follows. The man in the yellow jacket is being held on bail. Four other suspects were indicted, some for allegedly grabbing, kicking, and throwing the officers onto the ground. At least two others uh, have been uh, charged in this case. Uh, their identities and what the charges that they may face, that has not been released yet. Yeah, and, and I, you know, uh, their esteemed district attorney, Alvin Bragg, mm-hmm. up there, he, uh, he finally has gotten around to, to talking about how he's he secured some, some indictments. Yeah. You know, conveniently after several of these fellas have just, you know, disappeared in the breeze, of course. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, man, if I, were, if I were a New York police officer, mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't think that I would, I mean, I would be, uh, I, I would not feel supported at all by my, by my city because clearly I could, ca- I, I could totally get beaten up out there on the street. And my city's not going to do anything to, to, you know, seek any sort of justice. Well, your country's not doing anything. That too, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. uh, I mean what, what we saw in New York is just uh, a little glimpse into what police deal with when it comes yeah. to illegal immigration all across this country mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it, it really is a, a job that it seems like it gets tougher and tougher for him every day. Listen, Russian President Vladimir Putin sat down with an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, it's now posted on social media and, uh, and and not everywhere. You'll have to go looking for it, maybe on Tucker's site, now on, on X. Uh, most of the interview released yesterday focused on Ukraine, uh, where the war is nearing its two-year mark. Uh, Putin repeated a claim that uh, his invasion of Ukraine, which Kiev and its allies describe as an unprovoked attack of aggression, was necessary to protect Russia's speakers in Ukraine, uh, to prevent the country, you know, posing as a threat to Russia by joining NATO, mm. right? Mm. Uh, Putin pointed to the Ukrainian president Zelensky's refusal to have talks with the Kremlin. Uh, nobody's talking about peace whatsoever. Uh, here's a here's a portion of that uh, conversation. One of uh, our senior United States senators from the state of New York, Chuck Schumer, said yesterday, I believe, that we have to continue to fund the Ukrainian effort, <coughs> or U.S soldiers, citizens could wind up fighting there. How do you assess that? This is a provocation, and a cheap provocation at that. I do not understand why American soldiers should fight in Ukraine. There are mercenaries from the United States there. The bigger number of mercenaries comes from Poland, with mercenaries from the United States in second place, and mercenaries from Georgia in third place. Well, if somebody has the desire to send regular troops, that would certainly bring humanity to the brink of very serious global conflict. No doubt about that. Yeah, that's just one portion. And uh, let's squeeze in uh, Kelly, checking in from Liberty Hill this morning. Kelly, good morning. Hey, guys. Well, um, I did watch the uh, Tucker Carlson, and I will admit that I have listened to Putin speak before. I have been a curious one to see his side prior to um, Tucker doing it. Um, my takeaway is this. I don't think that was a Tucker interview. I think that I've seen Tucker interview a lot of people. He definitely did not have control of the interview. Putin, that was a press conference. And I think that he got everything out that he really wanted the U.S. to hear or at least to a certain point. All right. Well, in, instead um, of talking about, you know, how they performed the conversation, 
Is there anything in the conversation that stood out to you? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway that stood out, again, I already kind of knew, but that he, I think that anybody who's, who's not in the know, who had not listened to Putin, walked away questioning who is running our country. Is it the special forces? Is it, without saying global elitist, he didn't say that, but Boris Johnson ruining that, um, agreement. Right, right. That, Listen, you, you, you're absolutely right. There was a moment before Russia invaded Kiev where uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin wanted a peace deal. That's right. And uh, and and, uh, and the British Prime Minister at the time went there to say, uh-uh, and scabuddled it. Just ended it right there. Mm-hmm. And here we go. You know, per, you know, here we go. We're funding a, a war in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And he kept saying, you know, especially when he was talking about the pre- presidencies, I mean, all our different presidents, there's somebody higher. There's, there's powers to be. And he kept making this gesture, and, and, and he was saying it without saying it. And, you know, there's other people in charge, and that we're not getting the news. We're not getting the information. We're not getting the, the truth. And, and, you know, he was very articulate about the history of, of Russia to say, this is not something that I just came up with in the last two years. This is something I talked to Clinton about. This is something I talked to Bush about. Yeah. This is something that I've talked to many, many years. Your, your media lies about the KGB and me before. There's a history between me and the KGB before. But, there, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he was trying to put out there. Mm. And, if, and if anybody took the time to go listen to any press conference, any interview of his for the past six years, there, he, he did a little snippet of each one. Sure. And, 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 and I know a little bit more of the background of it that maybe he didn't say it yesterday. But I think that that's the takeaway, that if you really tuned in last night, you're walking away going, okay, who is this, the CIA? Is it the CIA and the globalists running our country? Because that's really what it is. Yeah, uh, the NSA and Google, probably. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe Big Pharma in there as well. No, 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 I, I, those things stood out to me as well. And in regards to uh, Russia leaving Ukraine when Russia collapsed, the old USSR, they left behind a lot of nuclear weapons. And at the time, according to uh, what Vladimir Putin said in this interview, Bill Clinton at the time told Ukraine, get rid of those, we'll protect you. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's how this, uh, the part well, of this and began. Think, and and I, not to mention this, not to mention this. This is a part of uh, history that, that, that immediately, and I'm going to say this, and immediately some people are going to say, oh, you're a Putin sympathizer. I'm just throwing out the facts here. The oh facts are, the facts are, Ronald Reagan made a promise not to move an inch closer to the Russian border with NATO countries. We've been accepting many countries into NATO, and we kept getting closer and closer and closer. Just imagine if the Chinese government set up an embassy and a military base just across the border from El Paso. We'd be pissed. Sure. We would would try to stop it. Also, think about this. Where would we be today if when Putin said, hey, what do we need to do to become part of NATO? Well, there was a he said he said yeah. he said in that conversation that Bill Clinton said maybe you could be part of NATO someday. Right, back, right and toward he, the end of his presidency, he, he said went, that he went to the higher ups and they said no, and he's like, okay, no hard feelings, but he never was brought to the table. Yeah, as a as a country in this in this global market because he can't be bought. Kelly, what Kelly, why do you think we're in Ukraine? 
Oh, I know why we're in Ukraine, but I don't know if you want me to put that on the radio. No, no just make it quick. i got about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it's, it's because we are money laundering mm-hmm. so much for our country, and we have bio labs there. We have so much stuff to hide up there that if we just make a treaty, people, things would be told. Mm. I got you. I hear what you're saying. Thank you, Kelly. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ. Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room when they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone. They cry for joy. Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpaindoctor.com.